Welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that meet at your faith. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. And now, please welcome our host and president of Crossroads Farm, Doug Rutledge. Hi, so this is Doug, and as always, uh, well, except for the last couple weeks, we haven't done this for a couple weeks. Uh, this is the Homegrown Podcast Remix at Crossroads Farm, where every week we dissect, digest, and discuss the topic for the night. Uh, tonight, Joe Castaneda was the uh, was the guy who brought the message. It was uh, an awesome talk, I thought. Um, but at, like always, I have a group of students with me. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. And I'll start with Owen, and then we'll just move around the circle. There's no circle. We're looking at the screen. But uh, tell them who you are, what school you go to, what year you're in, and then uh, we'll move from there. So introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Owen Woods. I'm a freshman, and I'm homeschooled. Um, I'm Zach Avelter. I'm a freshman, and uh, I attended Reading High School. And soon to be sophomore. Soon to be sophomore. Yeah. Technically, I'm now a sophomore, I think. I don't know for sure. Okay. Is it possible to flunk this year? All of the grades that were um, – so, like, the last day we went to school was, like, March 13th. So, your grades at that point were the grades you had for the marking period. But this upcoming, like, two months can only be used to improve your score. They can't, like, make huh. your score go down. Okay. So if you are failing, you can bump up your grades with the work you get, but you can't, like, lower your grades. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I'm Aubrey Pitts, and I go to um, Reading High School with Zach. All right. What year are you in school? Oh, I'm a freshman, too. Sorry. I'm a junior, and I go to Marshall. Um, I've got a bunch of questions, but I'll, I wanted to start with this um, because this is just, you know, weird. Is there anything that you'll always you'll always look back at this time and go, and I remember the coronavirus, uh, you know, pandemic, and this is this is what I remember about it. What do you remember most about it? Uh, maybe it's something you did, or maybe it's like, uh, you know, something that happened. But go ahead. We'll start with Rachel. Rachel, anything? Um, just like how bored we are. I don't know. <laughs> are you guys all bored? Are you bored? Extremely. Well, like, nope. All of my siblings are moved out, so it's just uh, me. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Yeah, I, I can understand that. Uh, Lauren, my daughter, was the only one here until yesterday. Madison um, was quarantined for 14 days, and so mm-hmm. she just moved back in. And uh, both Madison and Lauren were so extremely socially starved that basically they've clung to each other for the entire time, which is awkward because Madison's boyfriend also quarantined and he's staying in our guest quarters, you know. So this is the first time she's seen him in like a month. So uh, you know, that's that's kind of one of those cool things. We kind of have a family, but it's odd for Reagan, who isn't in the same situation. She can't get here. So, uh, all right, Rachel's bored. Oh, and you're not bored. You were shaking your head. No, you're not. I'm a movie member building like a twelve or fifteen foot snowman. And growing split. every time you tell the story, it gets like a foot and a half taller. <laughs> no, nah, don't, we don't really know how tall it was, so it could be like 30 foot. We don't know. <laughs> Ours was still bigger, so <laughs> no way. We had to finish up on top of the roof of our house. <laughs> you had to climb on ladders to put the last one on. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. All right, Aubrey. 
Um, something that I'll remember is probably school getting canceled because, like, mm. can't see my friends anymore, and it's just sad because I didn't know that that was, like, the last time I was going to see them for the year, so I didn't get to, like, say goodbye, and so I'll definitely remember not finishing my freshman year of high school. Yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. Zach, what memory, or how are you passing your time, or whatever? I mean, I could have a couple, to be honest. Um, I got my mohawk about a week ago now or so. Um, Mixed reviews on that, or mostly people liking it? Mostly positive. Like, I haven't really had many people say they didn't like it, just because, like, they think it's just kind of funny and it's a change. But um, I definitely, we've, like, gone to some drive-by, like, uh, like visits of, like, people's houses. Like, we stay in the car and just kind of wave. And I feel like on the road I've gotten a couple weird looks. Cause I like stick my head out and, but I'd probably say this actually happened today. We play basketball every day, but we play it on like a lower hoop or like lowered rim. So it's like eight foot or so. Cause we can like dunk on it and it's pretty fun. And we were doing a dunk contest and I did a 360 dunk Ooh. and I shattered the backboard. <gasps> so that's the end of the basketball tournament. <laughs> Wow. It was really cool, but at the same time, I was like, now I don't get to play basketball for, like, a couple weeks until a new one, hopefully, mm-hmm. will be a new one, so. Isn't that the second one you guys have broke? Yeah, Aaron Bignell broke our first one doing, like, the same thing. He dunked on a lower rim, and it shattered. You guys need a, you guys need a snapback rim. Yeah, we probably should invest okay. in one of those. All right, so let's move on. I've got some questions for you. These are a little more meaningful, but, uh, I, man, I don't know about you. I love doing crossroads, even on the screen. I get to see faces. I, it's just – it feels kind of normal. It just feels normal, and I like having conversation. So I'm going to start uh, just with the first question. If you could stop one evil thing in the world today, one evil thing, what would it be? What evil would you stop? You you have the power. And then be ready to explain why. Can you, you, you can't use the coronavirus or you can? Uh, you can use that. I mean, if that's the one evil that you would stop. I mean, I'd stop it right now because like it's such a big thing and it's affecting so many lives in like negative ways, especially. And like people are like losing people that, like are in their families so that'd probably be what i'd stop right now because it's a terrible thing going on and And like a month ago you'd have had a completely different answer completely different answer yeah Yeah. wow a month makes because i guess it just didn't affect me as much so i didn't think about it so i guess rachel what would you stop i'm still thinking okay owen you got an answer yeah um i would probably stop mental health health like suicide issues because huh. in my family, we've struggled with that a lot. My We lost my uncle to uh, suicide, so that's just one thing that I would say. Big deal. Zach, while Rachel thinks? Yeah. Um, I'd probably say, um, I mean, murder is like a really big one, but like, I mean, a little bit more specific would be like kind of like school shootings. Hmm. Um, just because like I feel like hmm. there was a lot of stuff that was lost during those, um, especially like there were multiple young people that could have turned out to be people that changed the world but they never got their opportunity which is Hmm. it just feels like it's a bummer that their life got cut short well well you kind of i'm not making a joke about this but you kind of got your wish because with nobody in school 
virtually anywhere yeah. there have been any school shootings, right? It's yeah. funny nobody's going on a rampage. I mean, nobody's, you know, nobody's looking for people and shooting them up. It's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rachel, what do you got? Yeah. I would say to each other, like, I feel like so many people are bringing each other down and not letting them be the image of God, of like how he made us and making us feel bad for the way we are wrong with it that's I, that's a really interesting question like what do you think would happen if there was no more bad talk about other people like if it just stopped would that change everything no no parent speaking un you know mean things to their kid no uh no people in school speaking you know things that bring somebody down that man that's that's powerful that's powerful mm-hmm. wow so it's it's really interesting. Almost all of you mentioned something really deeply personal. Like it's it's something that impacted you. So that's the evil. And I think, you know, Joe kind of made that point, um, you know, when he said, look, we want God to stop this stuff out there. That's, that's really true. Second question, uh, and, uh, you know, whoever wants to jump in can. So why do you think that not everyone agrees with what's evil? Like, just to use a, a real classic example. Because, um, like, what? Go ahead. No, go ahead. I mean, I think oh, some okay. people think abortion's evil. Some people think, no, it's our right. Some people think war is justified. Some people think it's the greatest evil. Some people would say, you know, uh, human trafficking is just, you know, the stronger and they have that, that opportunity to prey on the weak. And that's just the nature of things. I mean, we can't even agree on evil. So what, why do you think that, uh, that no one seems to agree on evil? Because like he said, like about how like Hitler thought he was doing the right thing, but like, cause he thought he was helping the world. And like some people think that they're doing the right thing and like, doing evil things is the right thing but to some people it's just evil anybody else got something on that um i say like people all have different like ideals or different morals or different belief systems that they think is right or wrong um so like people that did stuff like that like people that did abortion like they don't think they were taught or at least something they interpreted never abortion never struck them as wrong, but other people were brought up a different way or like raised a different way. Mm. And they view abortion as like murder almost. And so it all just, I think it depends on people's point of views and circumstances and like belief systems. Hmm, that's really Yeah. And like to go, to go with Zach is like, it's your own experience and situation. And like everyone has their own opinion on something, but to like go with abortion, like, if it was like their decision or like if someone was raped and it's like a, a rape child, it's like, that's the different situation like you're put in. And then it just all goes down to your own point of view and your own experience. with. Okay. So I'm going to um, twist this a little bit. So is there anything that's universally evil? Because we say that there's some, there are some things that are universally good. So doesn't there have to be universal evil? Like, isn't something always wrong? And what's the line on that? Because it can't be what I think. Because, uh, you know, like Joe said in the talk, if it's what I think, well, man, you know, I think that I deserve certain things. Like, I think that I deserve this, you know, being stupid. I I deserve this gum. And so I'm just going to take it. Nobody's going to miss it. So stealing, as long as it's little, 
isn't a big deal. Or, and we know people who do that. They just take whatever because they're like, they'll never miss it. Or maybe they think um, speeding's not wrong because that's just a, that's just stupid law. So that's not evil. Um, Is there something that's always wrong, always evil? Like there's, it's always wrong. Because God seems to say there is. I would say like murder, but then again, there's people that are in prison now that didn't think murder was wrong and they committed that crime and then they got put in prison, so. Yeah, what Owen said, I agree with him about murder because a lot of people, like the majority of people think that murder is wrong, which it is, but like some people that murder other people just think it's like justified for like what they're doing or like they wronged them. So that's like what they need to happen. So like. So who gets the right, who has the right to say what's right and wrong? Only God. Wow. So, and there's a difference between maybe killing someone in self-defense or killing a home intruder or carrying a, carrying out my duty which is a form of justice, worldwide justice as a soldier. Soldiers have to kill people, but mm-hmm. we don't call that murder because they're carrying out kind of a higher ideal, whatever that ideal is, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but even that gets shady because the Germans were killing and they would say that they were killing for the good of their country, which seems to be a great ideal, but you know, were they, who gets to judge that? That's really, it's a hard question. It's a really hard question. Um, I heard a pastor who said this once, and I, th- I agree with this. He said, there are universal evils. Uh, so for instance, is it ever right? Is it ever right for someone to rape a woman? That's, that's pretty strong. And, and I would say, man, you, you'll never find somebody who'll go, no, you know, there's some times where it's okay. It's never okay. Is it, is it okay ever, ever um, just for fun to take a baseball bat to an animal, to a dog, just for fun. We, most of us would go, not, not for fun. That, that just, there's something warped about that. So there are some things that strike us as evil. Like if, if my wife were to say something that I didn't uh, agree with, I think most of us would agree. If I turn around and punch her, that's wrong. You'd go, what are you doing? And so there are some things that we all kind of go, yeah, that's wrong, man. That, that's pretty wrong. Um, all right, third question then. Can you give an example of when something bad in your life actually became good later on? Um, so I'm assuming most of you guys know this. Um, my family tried to do an adoption uh, like a while ago. It was probably like six years ago or something like that. But um, the adoption after a couple years, that got like shut down. And we tried like a couple other ways to get, like it was an international adoption from Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. And uh we tried to get them uh, over like through student visas or work visas or just a regular visa. And um, like nothing really seemed to be working out. And then, and then he got kicked out of the orphanage he was staying at because he aged out. And then, so we thought like everything was going wrong. And, um, and then he was able to, we lined him up with a ministry over there and he was able to get housing and shelter. And we were able to provide money for him to get food and still be able to go to school. And now he's like got his own house now. Like it's a little apartment. It's tiny, but is definitely like surprising. Like we thought he'd be on the street if he's still alive today, but he is. And so. Aubrey, you had something. Um, What I was going to say is that like when I was really young, then like my dad was like really involved in my life. But like 
after they got divorced, then like my parents got divorced, then like I didn't really have much of a dad anymore. And I just like, I just thought it was like the worst thing ever to like not really have a dad. And then um, later on, like he said that he was going to like be involved in our lives again. And then like he didn't. So like it really hurt to like get my hopes up and like excited to have like him back in my life. And then um, my mom found somebody else and um he is like an amazing guy and he makes us happy and he's there for us and he is um I consider him to be like my real dad because like he's just so amazing and there and so that's like really amazing and not having my dad who it does drugs and bad stuff I feel like is it sucks but like it's better to have my dad that is a good person <laughs> So it did work out. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Oh, and Rachel, anything? You uh, I know, Doug, you and Rachel were on uh, 10 AVM. And when, I think it was a, the first night, and it just, down, like, it rained the whole night. I, like, everything was soaked and everything. And it was awful. And then the next morning, it was super cold and raining. And, like, when we were there, it was it was so bad. But looking back, it was that like made part of the trip even better because of that. So hmm. that's really true. Sometimes, sometimes hard things become part of our character story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Brianna going through tough stuff, even though it does suck. So going through a divorce, right? Your, your parents get divorced and you're like, this, this is horrible. And it's part of your character story. You become someone because of, you know, what happens and, and I, I like to think that that can always be a good part of the story, like the people will be coming. Rachel, what do, what do you think? What do you got? Yeah, um, I agree because um, I was in an abusive relationship for over, and I it's obviously a really bad thing, but like it, what happened happened, and now like I'm I learned that God was with me f- during all of it. And it makes me a lot of um, stronger and guarded as a person to watch how people treat me and what they say to me and to not be scared to stop it. You know, in a weird way, uh, I just have one more question too, and then we'll pray. But in a weird way, we're seeing some positives even come out of this coronavirus thing. Um, I just saw in CBS News how um, air pollution is going away. And Mm -hmm. People in cities for the first time, not only air pollution, but light pollution, you know, everybody having their lights on all the time and cities being alive and active. And so people who live in cities or suburbs never got a chance to see the sky because of either pollution or because of light pollution. And now with the lights off and the sky clear, they for the first time have seen stars. That's an incredible statement. We take that for granted in rural America, right? Um, I read another report that people in Venice were saying, we can see to the bottom of the canals. And if you've ever been to Venice, um, there was a report that they were seeing dolphins. That's not true. That's false news. But, you know, but what they were saying is we're seeing to the bottom of the canals. We see all kinds of fish and crabs and, you know, all this stuff. And, um, and that's true, and it's because the canals are cleaning themselves because people aren't polluting them. We're we're literally seeing the world kind of reset itself, which you know we don't want people to die. That's obvious, but it's kind of cool. 
Um, and I guess the, you know, for me, had I not had, and I had a great job, but um, we had the concept of doing a crossroads farm as a part of a church. Uh, and that was in a, a suburb and we almost did it. And then it got shut down and we really felt God had placed that on our hearts. It, it was crippling. It felt terrible to have somebody at the last minute go no after it had been yes, 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 all the way along. But the benefit is we ended up in, you know, Hillsdale County and now in Kalkaska and soon in Harrison County and, you know, who knows where else because God used that and it ends up being a positive in all of our lives. That's kind of cool. Here's my last yeah. question. Is there an evil thing tonight that maybe we should pray about together? You know, what could we ask? Uh, can we ask that God turn an evil into something, uh, something beautiful and good? Is there something we should be praying about? Um, I'd say like, for for people just like all the opportunities they have at their because they're quarantined they have so many opportunities to do whatever they want to do or do what they want to please themselves with um mm -hmm. and like there's a lot more temptations when you don't have a schedule or you don't have to go to work you just you're in your house all day so you have opportunities to make mistakes and so more often than you did in your other schedule so so definitely praying for people who um i that was the devotion tonight for nighttime prayer and you guys you know i hope you join in you know on facebook on our facebook page for the nighttime prayer tonight because zach's praying and i'm doing the devotional and uh, that, that was that was one of my points that you can't escape you and so your own weakness is what kind of comes out like if you're angry, it comes out. If you tend to be judgmental, it comes out. If you're an addict, it comes out. If you're, you know, hooked on pornography, it's coming out. People are like, you know, I, 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 they're making these mistakes all the time. And um, it's all coming out. That's a good prayer request that, that God can somehow turn this and turn their, their hearts to Jesus. Um, hey, Rachel, can you pray for that right now? Just for people cool. trapped in their own stuff and all right. Yeah. God, thank you for tonight, and thank you for all these people here with us. I pray that you're with each and every one of us during this quarantine and with our thoughts that we are struggling with during this time. And I pray that you are with everyone during their temptations and being stuck with themselves and the real people that are coming out. I pray that we stay devoted to you, God, and um, remember right from wrong and what we should be doing. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Can somebody else think of something else? Something else besides that, that we should be praying. Evil that we can pray that God changes to good. I'll give you mine, and maybe we can pray this. It's pretty timely. But, um, Aubrey, you said this. I mean, we're, we're at a point where the coronavirus uh, is killing people. And uh, at first they said, you know, 250,000 people are going to die, you know, in the United States alone. That was going to be devastating. And I, I really believe that because of prayer, that number is going to be much, much lower, like much lower. But even beyond the number being lower, maybe we can pray that God uses this to really bring, to bring people to him. You know, whatever that means, would, would that be an okay prayer? Can we do that? Mm -hmm. All right. Um, would somebody pray for that? Can somebody just raise your hand if, you, if you'll do it? Just pray that God change the bad of this coronavirus into... And it's something that brings people to him. Oh, and your hands up. Yeah, perfect. Go ahead. God, I just pray for for this virus and, and the quarantine and that, that everyone is stuck at home right now, that you will bring 
that you bring the good out of people and, and out of play and of that you will show people what you can do through the bad and through the ugly that you can you can use this virus for something that we can't even imagine. And so, Lord, I just pray for that right now. So, guys, I miss you. I wish we could hang out. I love you guys. Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious Rich Roast Coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org. And contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, The Arms of a Servant Leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm, Crossroads Farm Northwest, and Crossroads Farm RCI, also on Insta and Twitter.